0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun.
3: We go into the three o'clock hour and we are that much closer to the start of the playoffs. The Padres and the New York Mets game one of the wild card series will be tomorrow evening at 530. And the only way to listen to your local Padres broadcasters during the playoffs is to listen to Jesse and our pal Tony Gwynn Jr. Right here on 97.3 The Fan will be streaming on the Odyssey app. Tony and Jesse will be uh, here for you every pitch and every step of the way as the Padres try to get to the World Series, perhaps bring home their first World Series ring. It all starts tomorrow night, Game 1. You will hear all of the Padre games right here on 97.3 The Fan. Only the action will be delayed by 10 seconds because Scraby <laughs> deems it so.
4: It is not my rule for, for – I almost, is, said, it, I almost said a bad word. He not feeling that rule, Scraby. I don't know what I you I do did, not man. feel that
3: rule I didn't at do all. anything. I told Scraby yesterday, and I told anybody who listened, because I got a lot of tweets on this last night. Chris, it's like uh, you're an old-school guy. Get with the times. Everything's delayed. You should know that. I'm sorry. I, I go back to a day when I used to go to Dodger Stadium, bring a radio, and listen to Vin Scully do the game. And if yeah. that was the case, you couldn't delay the broadcast because the action was happening right in front of us. So,
4: Do they do that because you know people have the great idea to curse and do stuff like that? What's yes, the that's for exactly why they do it, because well, so many know, there people was a, curse. There was a time... Chris, When you know you used to listen to Venn, people didn't really think the curse like yeah, that. Now right. it's like, ah, uh, here's my shot. I can. Here's my get, shot. I can, <laughs> I can, I can, I can get it's a, a live couple broadcast off here. going right. on. I'm going to yell a, uh, expletive. <laughs>
3: an expletive. An <laughs> expletive. An expletive. Every time I pronounce that word, I get in trouble. Why do I do that? I don't know. Why do we even bother going to, in that direction? How did you come to expletive? Like, how did we get there? I don't know. Just <laughs> It's messed up in my mind. It goes along with... Like a with, whole bunch of stuff. It goes along
2: with Houston and huge. All right, stop saying that, because every time
3: I say Houston, I say the H. Oh, also, excuse me. <laughs>
4: All
3: right, I'll tell you one thing. This playoff series can't start soon enough, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs>
4: That one, those are good ones i guess yeah they're good ones you know what You know
3: what? the thing is is they're good ones but we've been doing the show in nearly five years and that's not so bad if that's the if that's the length of the list you have on me over five years worth of malaprops that's not too bad oh! oh, no,
2: no, wow for some
3: reason gobble gobble Whoa, hey, hey. <laughs> Well, that one was on purpose. <laughs> that was my Kickin- friend Mil Reyes' imitation. Corn w-
4: Wasn't it uh, kicking it off or kicking it off? Kicking them off. Kicking them off. <laughs> Five
3: years, I've made like ten mistakes. Howdy do? <laughs> Why they're is that so not, loud?
4: They're Can definitely guys... not mistakes. They are. They are just, just quirkiness. Yeah, yeah just
3: like quirkiness. Them. All yeah, right, I like it. He keeps All saying right.
4: malaprops like.
3: I, know I, don't what know what I don't even know <laughs> what a is. It seems to be something like a, what I'm doing right now. Uh, if you're just tuning in, Max Scherzer officially will start game one for the Mets tomorrow night. We know you Darvish will start for the Padres. We heard from you Darvish a little bit earlier in the program.
4: Hey, real, real quick, what does that say about uh, Starling up there on the TV? I see, oh, it went away. You guys had your head down. Oh, Bill, uh, let me Google. Billy, Billy well, they're Epler, showing a shot of him about... getting
3: hit on the hand with let that pitch. See.
4: Yeah, Billy Eppler released some type of statement saying he's doing baseball activities, but I don't. It, I think we're right. I don't think he's going to play in this series. Yeah, everybody's everything is pointed
3: to the fact that he's not going to be available for the wild card series. Uh, Billy Eppler said, "Starling Marte, quote, can grip things." Was vo- whatever you. that means. I mean, uh, that could go. That could go a million different ways. Yes. It can grip things, huh? But since you interrupted me, Scraby, I couldn't. I couldn't read the rest of what was written up there. So.
2: Well, I mean, he said something really weird.
3: Yeah. Well. Uh, so anyway, we're not expecting Starling Marte to play in this series, which is a good news. A bit of good news, certainly for the Padres, because he's one of the best players in baseball. Uh, so is Manny Machado, though, and uh, Manny potentially in the running for an MVP award. I saw some odds last night. They had him listed as the second choice behind Paul Goldschmidt to win that NL MVP. He did his press conference in New York city just a little short time ago. And here's what he had to say.
5: As much as you uh, enjoy and thrive in the uh, big situations and the pressure situations, what are you anticipating in terms of the energy tomorrow and how much are you looking forward to it? Uh, honestly, it's just um, some just excitement of being here. Um, something that we were, we worked hard as a team, as a group, um, you know, to put ourselves in this situation. So uh, you know, obviously, um, you know, we'd love to be been playing at home, but uh, you know, I know we got the support of the fans and the organization back home and um, you know, get ready to come to a to a house of Vitaman and uh, you know, on, on the road, um to come play a really good team. So uh um just go out there and have fun. I think uh we've we've done that all year and um, you know, at the end of the day, it's just about going out there and playing baseball and playing the best baseball we could possibly play. Your fifth postseason, how much of those experiences help you? What have you learned about yourself, maybe, in, in terms of those situations? And what can you share with some of your teammates? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, the biggest thing is just, um, you know, the game doesn't change. Um, it's the same game. You still got to go out there and make 27 outs to, to try to win the, that game tonight. And, um, you know, ultimately, it's about, um, you know, just paying, pay, paying, paying attention to details. Um, you know, I think that, that, that that's the biggest factor of it is, um, you know, little things are are, are, are um, you know, gonna show the most, and you gotta be able to, you know, make those little things count. You know, whether it's getting a guy over, making an out, but getting the play, moving the guy over. Um, you know, these situations are not gonna come 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 easy. So whenever the, the opportunity arises, um, you know, just. Going back to the basics of playing baseball, and uh, you know we've been doing that all year, so um, you know we just got to continue doing that. What do you love about this club? You've been a part of different playoff teams before, but what's what's so unique about this team? What do you love about it? Just the whole group. I mean, we've we've all connected as as as, as a whole. Um, You know, we've we've all struggled. We all dealt with some adversity. We've all um, you know had ups ups and downs as as a team. So uh, you know, I think we've the biggest things we just we just stuck to the same role. You know, um, and the same goal at the end of the day, which is to get here, to get to the situation, and uh, put, put ourselves in, in a good one. So, uh, you know, we, we thrive as a team, and, you know, the, the guys that are, that are in there, we're all pulling for each other. And, um, you know, to me, that's all that really matters. Over here to the right.
0: Hey, Manny, a two-part question about Buck Showalter. Uh, one, as someone who played for him for so long, what is it about him that allows him to connect immediately, with teams when he takes them over, and secondly, what's it going to be like competing against someone with whom you competed with for so long?
5: Yeah, um, you know, obviously, you know, me and Buck go a long way, uh, so um, you know, kind of know know his tactics a little bit, uh, you know, know how he, he he kind of likes to go about things, um, but you know, ultimately, he's he's he's, he's a great manager, and um, you know, there, there was there was no doubt when he when when he signed here what he was going to do with that with that ball club. And, and for sure he did it with, with, with the team that they got over there. So, um, you know, ultimately it's, it's about going out there and, and worrying about ourselves, worrying about what we could possibly do to, uh, you know, try to win that game. And, um, you know, we, we know that we have our hands full. And, um, you know, we've had our hands full all year. So, uh, you know, ultimately it's just going out there. And I think it's just, just taking in the moment and enjoying this, enjoying this to the fullest and, uh, you know, making the best of it.
0: AJ Casavo. Having played for Buck and now having played for Bob, how would you kind of compare and contrast the style?
5: you can, you never can. I mean, I think that's, 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 I mean, they're, they're both, you know, managers, managers of the year. Um, you know, I think they've, they've, they've gone a long way. I think they're both unique in their own ways and um, you, know, uh, you know, you know, you, you really can't choose one. I mean, I think they're, they're, they're both great managers and and it's shown, um, you know, with their records and, and how they carry teams and um you know but obviously now getting to know getting to know bob pretty well and um you know seeing a different side of him he's he's definitely a guy that cares for his players and um you know brings the best out of his players every day so uh you know i've been lucky to have some pretty good managers so we hear a lot about how steady bob is how important was that for this particular team and how does he kind of show that steadiness i mean it's huge i mean he's he's Under control the whole time, under the game. So, you know, we we know that even when we're down, you know, we still have peace of mind that we go out there and compete, um, you know, because he gives us that confidence every single day. Um, You know, we know he's going to make the right moves. Um, You know, it's just a matter of us going out there and and giving him the best that we can every single night, and he brings that from us.
0: Kevin Acey?
3: I know it's just about playing baseball, regular season, postseason, but everyone talks about how intense this is. And what what do you like about the postseason?
5: Just the crowd. I mean, everywhere you go, it's gonna be you know the crowd's gonna be involved. Um, you know, from from the from pitch one. So, I think that's 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 the beauty of postseason baseball is is the energy that that's that's coming to every ballpark. Um, you know, wildcard game, DS, you know, championship, World Series. They're they're bringing it every single day, and the energy is always gonna be in the ballpark. And I think that's. Uh, that's something that you feed off of and, and something that you really enjoy and you take it in um, you know ultimately is about just getting those seven twenty seven outs um, you know but obviously you know those all those things always uh, you know play into fact that's why you always want to be playing at home you know obviously your home field advantage is always always the best, but um, you know just uh, just just enjoying enjoying this is, is it's always great Bryce Miller
4: manny. Um You talked a little bit about Buck Showalter, but what did you learn from him, if anything, specifically? And what was the relationship like? You're around a guy 162 games a year for that long.
5: I mean, he taught me how to post up every single day. I mean, no matter what. I mean, as a kid, he he gave me the the opportunity to come out there and just uh, you know postseason environment and um, just go out there and play play baseball. Um, You know, I think that was that was the biggest thing as as a young kid. So, uh, you know, that gave you the confidence to to be who you are. And obviously, with the with the group that we had there. Um, you know, very similar to, to, to one that we have here as well. So, um, you know, that's why we're able to, you know, what, what I learned there was was bring this to, to this organization, bring this to, to the team that we have here with some of these young players that are stepping in, some of the young players who are, um, you know, being, they're, they're being a big part of this team. So, uh, you know, learn a lot, learn a lot from, from, from people in the organization. And, um, you know, now you could, uh, you know, take this and, and put it into this one as well.
4: What do you think when going? He's been around this game long enough that he actually managed Bob. I saw point.
5: that this morning. I saw that. Did you know that before I this did morning? Not.
4: What's your I thought don't.
5: on that? That's that's crazy. I mean, it's it's. I know Bob talks a little bit about about catching a little bit and uh, you know his his times when he was playing over the last couple of weeks, and uh, you know I mean that's just he's been he's been he's been around the game a long time, and now. They're both managing in, 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 a, in a crucial, uh, you know, walk hard game. Um, they've been doing it for a long time against each other. I know we, we played against them um, uh, a couple times. So, uh, you know, we, we, we got two of the best managers going head-to-head, uh, you know, over the weekend. It's going to be fun.
0: We have time for one last one in English, then we'll take a, couple, a few in Spanish, then we got to get them out of here. Manny, it's been a decade now since you made your postseason debut. Um, how have you changed as a person? how have you matured as a leader and improved as a player over that ten year span
5: uh, you just evolve i mean I think that's just the, the the human nature of things you learn you learn from mistakes you learn from from good you can learn from bad uh, you know i think it's, it's it's all about evolving I think this game is evolving um, you know this world is evolving as well so you just gotta you know take the good take the bad and 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 just go from there but um you know, when, when you're 20 years old, coming to postseasons, I mean, I just wanted to play baseball. I was just glad I was in the big leagues. I was even thinking about facing Darvish as in the, my first playoff game. So, and Darvish is throwing tomorrow. So um, now we're on the same squad. Um, so I've, I've seen what he does in the postseason. It's, it's not, it's not easy. We we, we couldn't get to him, uh, but um, you know, I think uh, you know, just over the time, over, over the years, you just you just learn from 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 your peers. I think that's the biggest thing about about baseball is you know there's so many different um, opinions, so many different people, so many different personalities that you learn from everyone, and um, you just you just create this bond between players, and uh, you know that's why why this game is is, is a family as a unit overall. Um, so uh, you just you just take that into consideration, you learn from it, and you just try to be the best person you could possibly to, you know to the guy next to you.
3: There he is, Manny, Manny Machado, getting ready for the uh, wild card round uh, in New York, his press conference today at City Field. Thought maybe the most uh, intriguing development in that interview was uh, just a reminder to all of us that Manny Machado began his career playing for Buck Showalter and the Baltimore Orioles, and uh, now plays for Bob Melvin. And of course, those are the two skippers that'll be going head to head. I'll say this, Tony, about these two guys. I would not expect a single mistake to be made over the course of this weekend series by either manager. I think both guys are gonna put their troops in the best position to succeed and let the ball players decide it how they may.
4: Um I I think both of these are at the top of the food chain in terms yeah. of managers. But every postseason, somebody's decision. Oh, good gets point. Screwed, good point. Nice. Yeah,
3: that's right. <laughs> that's, that's, I think that's they'll, kind make of the the, best. they'll make the right decision. Doesn't mean it's going to work. And then as right. soon as it doesn't work, they're going to be obliterated. <laughs> exactly. Especially, so, especially I know that the fans here in San Diego are. You know, we're very. You know, you know, you keep a close eye on Bob Melvin. But imagine the eye that's being kept on Buck Showalter in whoo, New York City.
4: Whoo, whoo, my goodness. Yeah. My lord. He yeah. yeah. So so listen. You know. The managers that are remaining in in this in this playoffs, right? Maybe outside of uh, Thompson, who has guided the Phillies uh, there, and uh, the manager in Toronto, his name goes over my head right now. Everybody else are, are almost staples in the playoffs at this point, you yeah. know. Buck walter has been doing it, you know. Bob's been there. It seems like every year. Dave Roberts, the um, Dusty Baker. I mean, these are all like, these are like the some of the best managers in the game that are going to be uh, putting their best foot forward here starting tomorrow, and inevitably, a, a decision will be made. It, it it will or won't work out, and if it doesn't. This is just a lot of, you know, next day quarterbacking. That's just, that's just, that's the way to, the playoffs especially because as you mentioned earlier, every runner advanced, every bunt that doesn't get put down, every um, bad base running mistake, all of that ultimately is under a huge magnifying glass that we'll all dissect to the. I mean, to the, to the gristle. Yeah, and uh, I love it. To, that. to, tomorrow, and that's the way it should be.
3: That's what I love about baseball, and everything matters. Oliver Marmel is one of the newer guys with St. Louis, and you mentioned Schneider yeah. was the guy you're looking for in Toronto. But you you're right. It is a who's who of managers, including in this series, with Bob Melvin and Buck Walter. One other quick note, Tony. I checked this out because, well, it's that time of year. But they did announce the, uh, the manager – or not the managers. I'm talking about managers. They just announced the uh, umpire crews for the uh, Mets-Padres series. Uh, Alfonso, Please don't say Doug Eddings. I, I, I'm going to give you the list. Hang on. Why don't you interrupt me?
2: Because I wanted to get that often. out before
3: you didn't say Doug Eddings. All right. Uh, Alfonso Marquez will be the crew chief. Good umpire. For the Mets and the Padres, he will be working at third base in game one. Uh, Chris Conroy will be working at second base. Chris Guccione will uh, Guccione will be at first yep. base. yeah The outfield umpires, Bruce Dreckman, who really needs a little PR work on his last name. Dreckman just sounds like a <laughs> tough name to deal <laughs> with. Unnecessary shot at Bruce. Sorry, Dreckman. Bruce. Uh, ben May will be in right field in game. We one. just had him. Not too and, long. Like a of uh, ago. I, I saved the best for last. Working behind home plate in game one. Oh no. Will be Adrian Johnson. Oh, okay. Whew.
4: Any scouting report on him, Tony? Uh, Adrian uh, runs hot. Runs hot. That. Okay. Runs <laughs> uh, so you know he, he he's he was a part of. I don't know if you guys saw the national anthem standoff last game of this. Uh, I did. I did. Yes. I did. He, was, he was the home plate umpire that told the crew chief. I think it was Marvin Hudson at the time to eject the two guys. So you know he's not there for play. He's not there for play. But I will say he's done. He's done a number of playoff games. He knows. He understands the temperatures that can go, and he, he won't. There will be no early ejections in this. Like I think this is a good crew. Basically, I love uh, Alfonso Marquez. I think he's a great umpire. Uh, yeah. I can't remember the other guys you named. Yeah, ben May's well, younger guy, but he, you know I, I he hasn't done anything that makes him stand out on the negative side. So that's always a good thing.
3: Right, you right. Darvish. By the way, I looked this up because it's playoff time. You Darvish is two and three in his career with Adrian Johnson at ump. Max Scherzer is one and two. So oh, even no, playing field, baby. No major advantage. Both guys have made five starts in their career with Adrian Johnson behind the plate. All right, uh, we'll take a quick timeout, some Daily Gambit stuff when we return. Bottom of the hour, John Heyman joins us, our Odyssey MLB insider, to talk about the Padres, Mets, and the rest of the baseball playoffs. Then at 4 o'clock, we'll hear from the skipper, Bob Melvin. His uh, pre-series press conference in New York will be coming your way. We also have our NFL picks to discuss On uh, today's show, going toward 4.30, Gwen and Chris on San Diego's number one sports talk station, 97.3 The Fan.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.
1: Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest.
4: 627 East Coast time, 327 West Coast time. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scraby. On the eve of Game 1 of the Wild Card Series, National League Wild Card Series, Padres, Mets. What was the exact time, Scrape, you had? 5.07 p.m. here. 5.07, huh? And yeah. seven seconds. <laughs> and ten seconds because actually the delay, no, the delay is
3: ten seconds now.
4: Okay, the, de- the
3: delay is getting longer by the day. <laughs> it is. It is <sighs> I, getting longer. I can't, longer. First, I can't <laughs> with the subject anymore. First, there shouldn't
4: be a delay at all. Second,
3: I, I, it's getting longer. Long.
2: I can't anymore. I can't. I can't
4: wait all the right. extra
3: ten seconds to hear Jesse and Tony come on the air.
4: Well, guess what? You're gonna have to. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Tony. Matt Matthew, it uh, sounds like you have a daily gambit. Yeah, for
2: us. we're just gonna cause uh, we're gonna go to break here in a second because we got John Heyman coming up. But I just wanted to review with Chris or from our bets with Chris the other day. He did a parlay of the day himself. So and I
3: had this too.
2: You did. You did. Come on. You go did. in
3: order of when they happened.
2: Uh JT Brubaker oh, okay, was yes. first. All right, I know the order. Yeah. So JT Brubaker, Chris said he, he's the Pirates pitcher. He said he was going to be under three and a half strikeouts. Ding! J- Ding is right. J- JT Brubaker had two strikeouts. Then he had the Astros minus one and a half on the run line over the Phillies. And the Astros took care of the Phillies easily. Ten to nothing on Tuesday right. night. So all I needed. All you needed is the Dodgers. <laughs> Minus one and a half on the ah. run line over the Rockies. The Rockies, however, blew up the parlay winning five to two.
3: What are the odds the of the Dodgers? Rockies winning three games in a row in Los Angeles, which yeah. they did this week? That is pretty wild. That's pretty crazy. Uh,
2: real quick, the Daily Gambit is brought to you by On Deck Small
3: Business Loans. Yeah, I thought I had that parlay, but uh, that's how tough parlays are. So, I, I mean, I joined the rest of the club and being unsuccessful picking
2: them. <laughs> I know. There's we've had a lot of. You know what? It's always really funny, guys. I get a lot of DMs from people who hit parlays that don't happen on the show but they happen in real life a lot yeah, i don't know what that means uh, because that's those the are the
4: ones p- you actually want is the ones that happen in real life
3: yeah but those are the way gamblers are gamblers always tell you about their wins they never tell you about ah, their that's losses that's right that's it true, is, that's true. That's true. it is true That's true pretty straight up the way that goes yeah so. i have been uh, impressed with some of these parlays
2: though i there was someone who sent me a 12 leg parlay that they hit last year yeah. that's incredible
3: but i bet you they didn't 12 sell. legs 12 yeah. legs i bet you they didn't send you the other 150 12 no, they leg didn't. parlays they didn't hit they didn't but 12 legs I w- 12 legs is incredible. I'll, I'll yeah, give them that. it's incredible. But, but that's just what it is. incredible yeah.
2: Tomorrow, uh, if we have time at Ailsmith Chris, you and I can go over some of the Padres uh, par- prop bets and some of the other bets that they have on the series. Like, let's yeah. give a little bit of a preview. Uh, player to record the most home runs in this series. What? Give me your guys' choice. Player
3: on either team. Well, I record. would pick, personally, I'd pick Manny Machado. I think the favorite to win that would be Pete Alonso.
2: You are correct. Plus 500. Tony, who would you say?
4: I'm saying Manny.
2: Manny is plus 700, so yeah. he's in second. Then you got Juan Soto plus 800, and Lindor plus 950. So those are some of the things we can go over tomorrow if we have time.
4: Is so. that the end of your daily gambit?
2: Yep. Quick one today.
4: <laughs> would you like to <laughs> tell everybody where your daily gambit comes from?
2: I already did. Oh, but I will good. gladly do it again. It's brought to you by On Deck Small Business Loans. And you know what? The football season is here. Ah, don't, there you go. M- don't make stupid bets. BetQL analyzes <laughs> every bet from every game <laughs> to find you the most profitable opportunities <laughs> NFL, college football, Major League Baseball, and more. Visit BetQL.com or download the BetQL app today. What is the. Uh, we should actually look up. I'm going to look on my BetQL app right now. See what the Thursday night football game is. Uh, Broncos up by three, or they're favored by three in the game tonight. Where is it? In Denver? It's in in Denver. Denver.
3: Some places have it three and a half because Jonathan Taylor is not playing. So it has actually gone up by half a point. I don't know what to think about this game, to be
2: quite honest. Um, Denver hasn't looked great. The Colts haven't looked great. It doesn't seem like it's going to be a very great game tonight.
3: Seems like a good night to rest. And get ready for the wild card playoff yeah, round uh, tomorrow. I agree. In Thursday
4: night on Amazon.
3: Yeah, oh, I can't. I can't oh. find the so, game so, anyway. there, so, so there you go. I won't you got be able to watch
4: it anyway. You, yeah, you don't need to. You don't need to go through and and go through the hassle. Yeah. Some
3: of the, the
2: storylines that our show will be talking about over the next few months will be Chris's struggles with Amazon Prime and the delay. On games. That's what we're going to be talking about for the next
4: six months. (laughs) (laughs) He's giving me the strangle sign, and that's not good. That's hilarious. All right, let's get to break. When we come back, we got a treat for you guys because uh, John Heyman, who joins us weekly, has rankled a few of you guys out there in something he wrote in the New York Post. Sure, we'll get to it. When we return, (gasps) we're going to Chris.
3: All right, coming up in just a couple seconds, John Heyman will join us, our Odyssey MLB insider. But before we get to that uh, on Gwen and Chris, chance for you right now to win a pair of tickets to this Saturday's San Diego State football game. Aztecs taking on Hawaii. Don't miss the Aztecs' 100th football season of uh, college football. It's uh, the first season at Snapdragon Stadium as well. So if you haven't been down to the new stadium, here's your chance. You can get tickets at goaztecs.com. Or you can win a pair of them right here. All you have to do is call in and be the first to answer this question, 833-288-0973. We told you earlier on the program that the Padres had won exactly how many playoff games on the road in franchise history. We told you very early in the show, as a matter of fact. So if you're listening, you'll know the answer. If not, you're going to have to guess at it. How many road playoff victories have the Padres had in franchise history? First person to call in, 833-288-0973. We'll get a couple of tickets to go see the Aztecs host Hawaii this Saturday at Snapdragon Stadium. So good luck to everybody on that. Let's check some traffic and get things lined up with John Heyman.
5: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
1: The Quinn and Chris, San Diego's number one sports station. 97.3 The Fan.
3: All right, John Hammond joins us now, our Odyssey MLB insider. Always a pleasure to speak with John, but never more so than when it's on the eve of the Major League Baseball playoffs. And, uh, of course, uh, John, I'm assuming you're in New York City? Yes, I am. So I got two-thirds of this interview is in New York City, you and Tony Gwynn (laughs) Jr. Sharing. I'm going
6: to have to look for Tony.
3: (laughs) Going to just go walk down Main Street or Broadway. They don't have Main Street in New York City. (laughs) Go walk down (laughs) Broadway. You might see Tony uh, looking around, uh, sightseeing at some point. John, uh, Mets, Padres, let's get your thoughts on this series first of all. Uh, You did write in the New York Post that um, the Mets have a very difficult road to uh, reach the World Series, but the easiest part of that would probably be the Padres. I don't necessarily think that's a knock, considering the Dodgers are standing in both teams' way. So I, I assume you don't expect this to be an easy series for either side.
6: No, no. Similar teams going to be tough, uh, tough, tight series. I pick the Mets because they force you to pick somebody. But I, I did it in three games, and it's going to be close. So I'm not going to be surprised if the Padres win. I, the Mets have a, a tough road. I think if any, if anyone has a tougher road, it might be the Padres. But it's, it's pretty similar. Gonna have to get past the Dodgers, and then. Uh, most likely the Braves, although, you know, I don't want to assume anything, but the National League is just tougher than the American League. Um, Some really good teams in the National League this year.
4: John, I'm of the thought that if the Braves win game one, they go Bassett game two, and they hang on to DeGrom for either Dodgers or game three. What are your thoughts? What do you think? They do. I don't think they've, they haven't announced their game too soon. They haven't
6: said it, but that seems to be the case that uh, they'll go with the. If they win the game, they'll go with Bassett. If they lose, they go with DeGrom. I don't know. It's cute. I don't know if it's too cute. Uh, you know, are they saving DeGrom for one in five versus the Dodgers? I don't know. There are hints that DeGrom's dealing with a blister, too. Who knows? Mm. You know, it's a lot of subterfuge right now, but you know what? Bassett has actually been better than DeGrom. Uh, for the last uh, month or more. Uh, DeGrom has not been that great. I mean, he strikes out a lot. He doesn't walk anybody. But uh, if you look at the run prevention, he has not been great over the last uh, four starts. So, you know, uh, it's all, uh, with Buck, it's always, uh, you know, an interesting game of mystery. But uh, Scherzer, that one makes the most sense. Beyond that, it's, it's still a little bit of a mystery where they're going, but, we presume, unless that blister is really bad, that it's going to be in two and three, in some order, Bassett and Degrom.
3: John Heyman joining us on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline, our Odyssey MLB Insider. John, uh, obviously we've followed the Padres so closely out here all year long. Not as you know close following the Mets. What's the feeling in New York? Being as the Mets let that series get away last week to Atlanta, end up losing the division, having to be a wild card. Is there is there a sense of disappointment? Is there any sense of anger? Does it feel like the team has something to prove in
6: this series? Well, I mean, it might be a little hard to be angry at a team that won 101 games, but right? a lot of anxiety. Uh, they're anxious. Uh, they're saying this is very Mets-like, that they win 101 games, and they're the one team with 100 wins that has to go through this extra round. And, they'd only beaten the Cubs one game out of a three-game series or the Braves one game out of a (laughs) three-game series, they would have been able to avoid this. They had a very good, consistent year. The free agents all did well. Uh, Couldn't expect more than 101 wins. And here they are with the toughest row tied with the Padres of anybody in the game. Not going to be easy. So a lot of anxiety, a lot of fear. And uh, you know, Mets fans always expect the worst. It's been a while. It's been a while since they won. Uh, you know, we are through the Madoff years, so uh, they're expecting to contend every year. But uh, they want to do more than contend. They they want to win.
4: I, I do find it funny because you know, covering the Padres, there there are some parallels between the teams and the fan bases <laughs> and how they
6: now yeah, they look sure.
4: how they look at their team how they look at their teams. John, I got to ask you, you know, I look at this Padre Mets series as the best series that we're going to get in the first round. Where do you think the next series falls in terms of uh, a must watch? (laughs) Yeah, this is,
6: to me, clearly the number one series. I think you've got two extremely talented teams, and I said a 100 uh, win team here. So, um, you know, I I would say Seattle Toronto is certainly Mm. interesting. I think Cleveland is going to win that series with Tampa. I never think Tampa's going to win. They they they're always on me in Seattle for predicting bad things for the Mariners, but they I'm usually right. They usually do blow it in the end. Whereas Tampa, I'm consistently wrong. They've been in the playoffs to eat in the last fifteen years. They're always pretty good. They do a great job, but you know I, I just Cleveland's been really good. They're twenty four and ten since September first. Uh, they have good pitching depth. You know, people aren't looking at at them as a serious team because they don't have big power. But, uh, for me, that was the easiest one to pick would be Cleveland over Tampa. Um, Toronto, Seattle is a good series though. Seattle, a lot of enthusiasm, finally made the playoffs Toronto. I think they underachieved on paper. They're right up there to me with the Padres and some of the better teams in, in baseball. And, uh, to me, that's probably the second best series. Um, I do think St. Louis will beat Philly. Philly's just happy to be there, in my opinion.
3: John Hammond is with us. Padres and Mets start tomorrow night in New York at uh, City Field. And talked about Buck Showalter a little bit. And, and you know, you got Bob Melvin on the other side. Both Tony and I feel that this is a great series of managers, too. I mean, you got Melvin's won the thing three times. Showalter's been a manager of the year a couple of times, probably. Uh, I don't expect. I expect every move to be scrutinized, you know, especially in New York City. But I, I think it's one of those series where every move is going to matter, John. I mean, uh, you know, if you don't get a runner over to third base with less than two outs, it may cost you a ball game. If you don't hit a cutoff man, it may cost you a ball game. If you don't keep the double play in order, whatever the case is with these pitching staffs, uh, this is what I love about postseason baseball when it seems like every pitch, you know, turns the tide of the game.
6: Yeah, I mean, great pitchers. I mean, every matchup should be outstanding. The Mets pitching is their strength. Padres, their pitching has been their strength. Uh, should be very close games, probably low scoring. And, uh, yeah, the teams that do the little things, uh, well, the team that does the little things well is probably the one that's going to win this. Like I said, expect, uh, several, all three games, if there are three, to be close. Um, it's hard to, you know so many similarities you know you've got the yeah. the best closer over the last five years with Hader and the best closer this year in Diaz um you know teams are very close the Mets did play better this year so I understand why they're favored and they do have the home games I get it but uh, looking at their rosters awfully close and same with the managers both outstanding managers Joe Walter has won that manager of the year three times I know this year should be interesting to see who gets it. I my pick was Dave Roberts, but it could go in any direction.
4: Well, you took one of my questions away from you from me right there, uh manager year Dave Roberts. Do you have a vote this year, M V P any of those this year?
6: I yes. I always get a vote. This year I have uh rookie and I've already submitted it, and I'm not allowed to say or uh, in Jack both O'Connor, leagues or one Lola. league? Just the National League and uh yeah, they'll remove my ability to speak if I ever say anything. So yeah, I can't say no,
3: we don't it. want to put
4: you in that spot. All right, well then give me your AL pick and then give me your National and American League MVP.
6: All right. Uh AL rookie was uh Julio Rodriguez, uh, yeah. Hadley Rutschman really good as well, but I went with Rodriguez. A lot of good rookies. Quan was good, Witt was good, uh Kirby yeah. very good. Uh in the AL uh well, I think everybody knows my pick was, Aaron Judge. Judge. Uh, I think he'll win. Obviously, Otani's the best player in the game and incredible and amazing and all that, but I do think that uh, I think Judge will win. Uh, The NL uh, MVP, I went with uh, somebody you guys are familiar with, and I did not have that vote, so it doesn't matter. Uh, Manny Machado is my pick for MVP. So wait, so you
4: thought Goldschmidt's September was – down enough for for him to lose that lead? Because it seemed like it was a consensus the month before.
6: Yeah, I mean, he's going to win. I do think Goldschmidt's going to win. Okay. I mean, and again, okay. I don't have a vote. I think he's going to win. But you're, I thought my picks meant uh, who I think it should be. I, I do think Goldschmidt will win. Okay.
4: Uh, okay. But I
6: am doing my – in the New York Post, you're getting a preview what my picks were. And uh, I'll give you a head that I, I picked Machado. Um uh, but if I was going to predict who would win, I think Judge will win, and I think Goldschmidt will win. Do I know that? I don't know that, but that would be be my guess.
3: Well, we've always said that John Heyman is the smartest baseball guy around, and if he says Manny Machado, <laughs> yeah. then Manny Machado is the guy. John, uh, I, I assume you're going to be attending a couple of the games since you're in there. Yep, are you all planning games. to? I'm okay. at all the
6: games, and then uh, I, I go to L.A., if the Mets win, if the, if the Padres win, I abandon the Padres. Sorry about that. Uh oh. <laughs> right. Switch over to the Yankees. Take over but the I'll Yankees. I wish them yeah. well. I wish them well. All right. <laughs>
3: well, the, make sure you say hi to Tony out at Citi Field. Uh, we appreciate everything you've done for us on the show all year long. It's made us sound a whole lot smarter on baseball. <laughs> I don't know about that. We appreciate all your time and uh, enjoy the weekend.
6: All right. Appreciate Thanks, it, John. Guys. See you later.
3: All right, there he goes, John Heyman, our Odyssey MLB insider. Insider calls are presented by BetQL. BetQL is here to help uh, us all make better bets The real proven analytics. Bet smarter, beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. And the premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline, save money the right way with premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads.
4: Um, real quick, uh, let me give you guys the rundown for the AL wildcard. Pitching matchups. We know obviously you Darvish, Max Scherzer will be the primetime matchup. Yeah. Uh, the first day, first game's matchup uh, will be Shane McClinahan versus Shane Bieber. Matchups of Shane's. Yes, uh, we said
3: that yesterday, Scrapey. What'd you call it yesterday, Scrapey? A Shane off? Yes, Shane off. <laughs> I don't know if that was <laughs> that's yes. the best way that's to describe good. it, but that's what you described it as.
4: A Shane off. Yeah. Uh, game, uh, the second game, uh, Phillies Cardinals, Zach Wheeler versus Jose Quintana gets the start for the Cardinals.
3: Yes, Quintana's the guy that uh, was picked up at the trade deadline by the yes, Cardinals. he was. And he has pitched better than Wainwright. He's pitched better than Flaherty. He's pitched better than all the rest of the Cardinals. So he's getting the call in game one.
4: They get, uh, I thought, that move and the they traded... Uh, they traded their center. Why I always forget this oh, Bader. Bader. Yeah, for Jordan and they got Montgomery. For, for George Montgomery, who also pitched lights out for them. So yeah. uh, third game, uh, the Mariners-Blue Jays, as John Heyman highlighted, probably the second must-see uh, series. Luis Castillo, who we saw. And another
3: trade deadline pr- guy.
4: Another trade deadline guy. And Alec Manoa, who was uh, pretty heavily featured during the All-Star game, Toronto Blue Jays starter, that will be your list of starters to go along with you, Darvish, Max Scherzer matchup. Man, this going to be fun, man. It it's really going to be is. great.
3: I mean, uh, the, the only day maybe that, uh, that beats this in terms of all-day sports viewing is day one of the NCAA basketball tournament. But to get up, to, and not for you, Tony, because you're in New York, but for us to be able to get up tomorrow morning, have some breakfast, and at 9 o'clock, Tampa Bay and Cleveland started off and then – You know, you watch them for a couple of hours, and you can flip over to Philadelphia and St. Louis. Then you can toggle back and forth, and then at 1 o'clock, Seattle, Toronto. And then the way I like it tomorrow is that all the games should be completely over, and then the Padres and the Mets get to take center stage. So it's a very fun sports day tomorrow, and we hope you'll spend a lot of it with us at A.L. Smith Brewing Company. Off Miramar Road, don't forget we broadcast live beginning at 6 o'clock in the morning with Ben and Woods. Then the coach, John Cantara from 10 to 2. Scraby and I will be there from 2 to 4 just ahead of the pregame show tomorrow. Sammy Lev will have the pregame show tomorrow at 4 o'clock and then at 5.07 and 10 seconds, Tony Gwynn Jr. and Jesse Agler with the call. Tony Gwynn Jr. getting ready for his first postseason call. Do you have, do you have bigger butterflies for this or did you have bigger butterflies for your actual first performance in the postseason on the field?
4: Uh, yeah, no. I had far more butterflies on the field. On the
3: field, <laughs> this
4: this is just I could I could talk it. I know I know the game. That's you know, good. Going That's out good. and executing. And, and, yeah, I don't and want a, you
3: to get a sleepless night and be wandering around on Broadway <laughs> for John uh, for John Heyman to run into you at one in the morning somewhere. So, I want you to get a good cozy night's rest and get ready to go for tomorrow. Um, now, do, do they do the I don't remember because they don't they don't show a lot of this anymore. One of my favorite parts of watching postseason baseball used to be the player introductions where they run out to the chalk line and doff their cap a little bit. Do they still do that even for the wild card round or do they reserve that for the world do series? Do they do it now? You know, do you run out on the, you know, run out in the player introductions?
4: Oh yeah, game 1 for sure. For the wild card still? Yeah. Oh good. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, I think I, they I, I think they do it. Well, I know we did it. Uh, I know I think they do it every first game of the of, home series. Of each series? Okay. Yeah. Because I love that.
3: I, I always a, liked
4: dude. that. dude. Oh, my gosh. That is – that was what made me want to be a big leaguer. Just running out there and doffing your cap like, to the crowd? D- d- yeah, man. You get to stand on the line. I should yeah. say asked one. Of, that was one of the things that I yeah. enjoyed a lot. That's a big deal. Yeah. that mean, that's – to, to re- hear your name announced, you go out, you, yeah. you, you dap up your, your manager and – yeah. Stand in your lineup line. That's that's legit, man.
3: That's legit. You, you know the other part that was always my favorite part of that. Is the guy who works for the network who holds the player back until their name is announced. <laughs> yes. There's always or, that guy. Because the guy's ready guy. to run out there and then the, the 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 guy with a blazer on sticks his arm out, says, No, not yet. <laughs> and the guy and you're like standing there going, dude, I know my name. I I, the, I know. I can wait for it to be announced.
4: The other the other thing that you think about as the player is not tripping on the steps as you're uh, coming up. Like yeah, that, yeah, you're like enough. hit every step. And then the other thing I th- always think about is the cameraman who has to hold the camera in the guy's face as he gets to the line yeah for like that extra three or four seconds he's just like that weird like staring to the camera
3: yeah i remember i can't remember who it was some of the minnesota twins back in the 80s they used to write messages on their on their batting gloves and so when the camera would stare at them in the face they'd hold their batting glove up with a message to somebody just a thought all right, I guess I'm the only one who cares Yeah, about I have no them. idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't sorry. know what you're talking about either. Met with that complete <laughs> silence. I mean, because I was
2: trying to think about what you were saying. It just didn't make any sense. If you hold your
3: hand out on the palm of your hand, you have a message I, I know. to somebody. Okay. All right. Never mind. Man, that was a really cool story,
2: Tony. How, it was how, so what, what are, what you think about that? That, I, that I
3: said it twice. <laughs> I know. I know. That's you
2: know, you crazy hold, move. You
3: write it on your palm, you hold your hand out. All right, got to go to break.
2: <laughs> yes, we do. Bob Melvin, press conference next. Thank, Thank you.